You're listening to SM Media, the number one place for exclusive content. Hi everyone and welcome to the latest episode of the Scottish Football Show Extra right here on SM Media. I'm Scott McPike, it's an absolute pleasure to be your host as always. We've got an Auchinleck Talbot special in this week's episode. I know we kind of talk about Auchinleck a lot in the show, but we've never had a few Shankers teammates on, but this week we've made an exception. First of all, we're joined by Kieran Healy. Kieran, it's a pleasure to welcome you on to the show, thanks for coming on. No worries, mate, good to be here. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on. And finally, after a long time of asking, we've got Neil McPherson in the show. Neil, it's a pleasure to welcome you on, thanks for joining us. Pleasure to be here. Cheers. Brilliant. We're looking forward to this, obviously. It's been, a, it's been a long time coming. We've been trying to do this show for a while. Kieran, before we get into talking about the season so far, do you do a better job than Shankers? <laughs> I don't know. He's, he's experienced now. He's done it a few times. So, no, nah, you know, he's good on it, to be fair. Neil, what's Shank- give us a wee Shankers critique in his podcasting so far before we get into the, the season. By the way, he talks a different way in the changing room now. That's why I've never heard him so polite. He knows his fibber stuff, to be fair to him. No, definitely. But we'll obviously get into We've got a few Shanker stories later on because we'll, this is a, a chance to embarrass him. But before the season started, we were talking a bit about the, how the season was going to go. And we spoke about we're all going to be the same as they've, they've been in recent years. Kieran, we'll start with you. Obviously, there's a certain top of the league that's went far better than a lot of people thought. I, it's, I haven't been out for so long. It's been, it was difficult to kind of get back into the swing. I wouldn't say we've been brilliant, to be fair. Maybe the last few weeks we've kind of, we've came to the fold a wee bit, but I think at the start we was just about trying to get back into our rhythm, trying to get back into kind of like training and getting back amongst the boys. But um, no, we're, we're happy where we are. We've, we've done well, just a wee kind of, Tiny blip against Davo, but everything else has been kind of perfect. So, nah, good, good to get back. Brilliant. Neil, we, we obviously said, we said at the start of the season that there was a lot of teams coming up who could potentially kind of give Talbot a run. <coughs> and Talbot have certainly kind of batted them off so far. It's been a probably as good a start to the season as you could have hoped for. Aye, but uh, you couldn't complain about the start of the but as Kieran said, the hardest thing was getting back into the rhythm of things, kind of the stop start we had, kind of training last October to December when we weren't playing and then stopping again for a few months and then even when we started back in May, you're kind of worried about things stopping again. But no, apart from the Darvo game, it's been pretty smooth, but it's not been pretty at times if I've if been honest about it. But we've grinded out the results. That's the main thing. All right, obviously, we'll, go, we'll talk about 20 games added in the league, 16 wins, three draws, one defeat. We'll go through it. Can I, for the start of the season to now, home with a 2-2 draw against Clyde Bank at Beechwood. Kieran, that game was obviously a big game getting back after such a long time off. What was your kind of thoughts of that game as a whole and how good was it to be back in that stadium? Where I, think so it just, I think the two teams are a wee bit kind of rusty. I know Clyde Bank played last year, but I think it was just one of the games that boys were, boys were blown after 10 minutes and they were getting a second wind and you're making runs you've been in on my mate just because you were glad to get back. But um, it probably wasn't a, a great performance for either team. I think a, a draw was probably a fair result, to be fair. There wasn't many chances, I don't think. Um, so I think it was just one of the, 
Blue cobwebs off, try to get back in there and make sure you just don't lose the first game. I think that's well look back at that in the end of the season and say that was a, a decent result to be fair. Mm-hmm. Neil, what was that first game of the season like? Been back to a back in front of that crowd and getting that get a big game against Clyde Bank, obviously getting a two draw. Well, to be fair, the Clyde Bank games are always good. It's always kind of big crowds, big occasions, and it was hectic. It was a hectic game, I thought, but it was just two teams that I think they were happy to be back playing and, and didn't want to lose. And it was back and forth a wee bit. As Keenan said, there was probably no many clear-cut chances for either team, but except for me putting one mind there. But well, it was probably a good point and end up. Oh, the two of scored that game, actually. <laughs> I, I just scored the wrong way. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> after that Clyde Bank game, you've moved on to a seven-game winning run to kick off the season. The first couple of games we'll touch on, Rob Roy, <laughs> we were obviously at the Troon game, and then Coburnie. Three big wins to, to go off to a winning start. Kieran, that was probably as good a, a run as you could have got at that time. I think because of the Saturday, Wednesday games as well, kind of momentum's a big thing in football. Once you get going, it's kind of it's hard to stop. So it was just one of these things. Trying to get three points, I think the performances, that comes secondary anyway. But um, the, the Saturday, Wednesday was tough, wasn't it? Like, Rob Roy and a Wednesday night boys coming through work. It was a I remember it was a roasting hot night that night as well. So it's just uh-huh. these ones get the three points, go down the road and then try and look forward to the next game. But no, it was a good, very good start for us. Mm-hmm. Neil, was there any of the games that kind of stuck out as big wins? All three of them. All three of them kind of we'd at Oaken Light, you're not happy with just a draw. So obviously we drew against Clyde Bank. It was important that we started stringing some wins together even um, that early on in the season. And it is tough going Saturday, Wednesday, especially when we were off for about 14, 15 months before that. But no, it couldn't have went any better that we stretch of games after. Yeah, obviously. And then after that, Blantyre, Lags, Bonnet, and then another one over Trin. Must have been good, though, for the dressing room to get that wee run of going and getting top of the league really early, Keir. I was, but it's, again, you can't really enjoy it because you're always just looking to the next game. Our training was probably the easiest sessions we've had because... We didn't really get ran because your, your body was keeping itself ticking over anyway. So it was um a class and it's three points at Tal, but it's a it's a it's a must every single game. So it was just one of the ones once the final whistle's done, it's forgotten about you look forward to the next game. But again, it's you can't really ask for a better start than what we had. Mm-hmm. That run, Neil, for yourself, how good was it to obviously for the for the defence to be score, scoring goals and obviously no keeping as many, no losing as many? Well, to be fair, I think we conceded a couple of goals in that stretch, but I think, I remember the one down at Coburnie was a, a worldie. The boys popped in the top by for about 30 yards. You know, I mean, you're annoyed to concede goals like that, but um, sometimes you need to just applaud what the boys done. But it was good to just get a stretch of wins going and then uh, tightening up in the, at the back end. That's what's most important to uh, the five of us back there and let the midfielders and strikers go and play their game. Definitely, yeah. But well, obviously after that seven-game run, it ended with a one-one draw over Bees. Kieran, were you unlucky that day not to get a win? And who was your overall thoughts of that game? Thinking back, I want to, I want to say we were unlucky. We had chances, but I think so the Bees that game as well. I think again it was just you're, you're no, you're no guaranteed three points every single game. You need to work for it, and other teams are only going to just come down and lie, don't you? Because you're talented, so. Even a big club as well, get put to the hill there, and they've got a lot of good players. So again, I think it's probably not, not the worst result. I know it's at home, you kind of want to win, but it might not be the worst result come the end up. But 
I want to say we deserved. I want to say we deserved. Overly deserved three points. We got a couple of big periods, a couple of chances at the end up, but half chances at most. I would say so. Ach, nah, again, one each probably fair. All right, Neil, would you go along with that? And then obviously, how big was that win against Cumbernauld, the three 0 the, the the big thing for me in the Wednesday night against B there was I think it was tiredness. I think all the games it kinda caught up to both teams. It wasn't really exciting <coughs> game of football you've you have you have ever watched. But uh going one 0 down kinda it's hard to get back into the game sometimes when you're one 0 down it, it beats with the teams just um like to see it out. But we got the goal and maybe could have, I got got the point the three points at the end, but it was probably another good point to get, you know, given what one 0 done. Right, there's a couple of games I want to get your overall thoughts on, what kind of more than any games which were described as mental before they were at the game. First of all, that Cumnock game, 2-0 down at half-time and then coming back, the typical kind of Talbot performance, getting back to a 3-2 win. Kieran, the first half, what, what went wrong in the first half that day? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, just, I think everything just... Didn't happen for us. We were only, we were only playing a right game. We were only pressing. We were only getting close. We were only really creating chances. We were only really doing it. And we were, it felt as if we were like 20, 10 men or something. We were sitting in. But, but the, the halftime whistle, we were, I was delighted for the halftime whistle. Right now, I think Big Andy had a save. The boy cut the ball back and he had a save tipped over the bar. And that could have made it three. Um, I was, the first half was horrendous, to be fair. That's probably the worst we've, we've played this year. Um, Neil, what was your kind of thoughts in that first half? Because it was a bit surprising because there wasn't it, you never really saw it coming. No, it was that was miserable. It was I definitely the worst half of that that we played that uh, the season so far. Conceding in the first couple of minutes, we've done that a couple of times this season uh, for reasons I don't know. But um, oh, it was terrible. Yeah, Miss Kieran said you just wanted to get at half time and try and regroup. But we always knew we were going to we would come back into the game at some point. So half-time came at a good time for us. It could have been about 4 or 5 nothing if you had been honest about it. After that half-time team talk, what changed? What was, Kieran, what was the motivating factor to then go and win the game 3-2 and how good was that second half? Um, I think the boys knew ourselves. We couldn't play any worse. So it was, it was up, up after that. It was, it was nothing we could have done that second half that would have been worse than what we'd done the first half. So... We even even Tucker was not he wasn't over overly like, critical at half time. Um there's a lot of boys in that changing room that they don't really need do you know what I mean? There's a lot of leaders, there's a lot of they don't need told when we've had a bad game of that. So I think we knew ourselves, we, we owed the supporters, but it was a brilliant crowd, we owed them a second half performance. Um and probably the motivation for us was the way the come up players were acting, getting up the tunnel on that day. I think they thought the game was done. So I think that was kind of motivation as well. We we kind of got a wee kick off that by saying, I mean, it's still 45 minutes. You scored two goals, we could score three. And I think for the first, for, uh, the referee boys whistle, we, were, we pressed, we got up an extra 10, 15 yards and we pressed them. Um, and naturally they probably just wrapped in because they were 2-0 up. So they, they probably just thought we can hang on. But um, I think we scored the first and then Jamie Glasgow's cracked the bar for about 30 yards. And I think after that then, <clears throat> you could sense the kind of ground was changing. It was, it was kind of coming behind us, and all oh, the Talbot fans were behind the Cumnock goal, and as if they were pulling the ball towards there. So um, I can't remember. The second goal was a penalty, and, and Shankers put a penalty away. To me, I knew we were going to win that, and it was just by how many. And 
great throw it by Andy to Shanks and thanks to Jamie Gladwell, of course, to Brian Boylan. But I was absolutely gobbed when that goal went in because I think I ran to Shanks who then had to run all the way back over to Brian Boylan. So if I almost they only said 30 minutes and I was like, geez. but no, it was brilliant. That's probably one of the best feelings I've had in a game, just purely because it's a big game, big game for the two clubs and uh, it's against Cumnock, especially at Cumnock as well. It was, it was absolutely brilliant. Aye. Neil, where does that second half rank in your career so far? That must have been a, a brilliant moment to go 2 0 down, 3 2 up. It's definitely up there, uh, to be fair. I, I, I thought 20 minutes into the, the second half, I think it took us a wee while to score, and then we scored three within a, this, a space of 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. You kind of thought that it wasn't going to happen, but it's happened a few times now since my time walking late. We've been down and out, and then teams is. We're kind of they, they were having a laugh with each other on the part and stuff like that, and we, that's not something we are used to. Um, and we managed to, to scrape it out and get the win. And uh, the goals are brilliant, to be fair. Um, Big Craig, he's whipped in across for the first goal that he could probably <laughs> never do again in his life. Um, and when I seen that cross going to KLC, I knew that we, we had that risk to come back and, and win the game, and thankfully we did because we would not have heard the end of it if we didn't. You've built on that to obviously going two big away wins against Blantyre and Rossville. Kieran, did that come that game obviously give you a, a lift to kind of go on and win the two games? Um, I think so. I, I think, as I said, you're expected to win every game at home, right? But especially knowing how bad we played the first half against Cumnock, to know we can do that in the second half against a team, it should give you confidence going into any game, to be fair. But going to Blantyre and Rossville, both difficult places to go. Blantyre are scrapping for their lives. Um, and Rossville, probably Rossville maybe felt unlucky not to take it for the game against us. I thought they were, I thought they were brilliant the way they kept the ball and they moved us about. That was probably one of the most difficult games I'd say, just purely the way they kept the ball. I thought that they were sitting top of the league and we were there, but um, to get the three points up there again, a midweek game, it's just about three points down the road and thankfully we've done that. Aye. Neil, would you go along with that? Two big ones? Aye, aye, but the, the Rossville game was definitely one of our hardest at that point. They, in the first half, it hard, I think we touched the ball. Um, but we managed to do it with them, get a goal in front and just sat and see it out. But no, that was a that was good back-to-back wins to, to back up the comment result and just keep the momentum going, Miz. Aye. The next game I want to touch on in a bit of detail was that 3-3 draw against Pollock, which has been described as wild for start to finish. Kieran, what happened? What was your thoughts of that day? I had a crack in view. I got injured against Rossville, so I was standing at the side. Um, just, just typical as we just make it after us. So we go 2-0 down. Um, I think we get it back to 2-1. They get a man sent off for two yellow cards, and I think we make it two each just before half-time. And uh, I think the second half, I don't know if... I think, I think they get a penalty. They go through... They get an airman sent off for I think it was an elbow that one. I can't remember. I think it was before Dale and Craig. No, it was uh, and then the centre half came down in the line. So, 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 I think the centre half get sent off first. I first fans. So do they nine men? So you think they're going to kick on? They get a penalty. They score it three to up. So they're again they're just defending for their lives. It's, they've got the crowd behind them. They've got they've got kind of the home advantage as well. So but. I think after that, it was, it was like a training game. We had like 90, 90% possession, but they were defending well. And then we folded, I think, it sent after an elbow. Bizarrely, 
the referees gave them the foul and then sent me for the half for, for the elbows. <laughs> just, just mental what happened. Three penalties in the game as well. I don't even think one of them. Two, two for them, one for us. I don't think any of them were penalties. Um, and then we scored, I think we scored about, I think, the 86th minute or something, G scores. And then again, we'd think about three or four more chances after that and we just couldn't put it, put it in the back of that. But it was fair if Jordan Longmuir had what, three times? Aye, under three brilliant saves. I think he got the man in match for Pop on their Twitter anyway, so that kind of tells you everything. But after 25 minutes, half an hour, you're, we're doing the same this thing again, we were 2 0 down and you're, you're taking a draw all day, you're going up to Newlands Field, you're taking it. But then by the end of the game, when you look back at it, they get into eight minutes. You could maybe say two points drop, but ugh, it's just one point. Like you're glad to get away with something at the end up. Neil, where does that game rank as a, a wild game, as you can remember? It's probably the most wild game I've played in, aye. Paul <laughs> um, Talbot, especially up in the Lansfield, it's normally one of the biggest games of the season. You're up there, kind of like a four-figure attendance, and that game is just <coughs> ruined uh, by a referee. Um, but being 2 0 down up there, you might you, you take a point, but when the boys are Falk are doing eight men, you're you're expected to win the game. But they made it dead hard for us. The forces out wide, they just compacted the middle. So we got the goal back to make it three each and got the point. But um maybe looking back on it is unfortunate we get three, but it was a point up the road uh, after that refereeing performance that day. <laughs> the one over Hurlford, the one now one with a late goal, that must have been a big one. Kieran. Ah, it was a big one. Um Hurlford again, they're, they're normally a team that's there thereabouts at the end of the season. It's a, a, a big club um, and they always make it difficult coming to Beachwood. But I think that second half, we were really good the second half, to be fair. Um, we missed a, a couple of really good good chances. I missed a sitter, to be fair, for about. <laughs> um, put that down to rustiness, I was just back. Um, just again, 1-0, 10 doesn't really matter. It's three points and they're on the board. So that nah, was a good result, really good result. We'll move on to that Darvel game, Neil. That was a big game for, for the club, obviously. We, we covered the game. Darvel scored a really early goal and then you brought it back level with Keir Sampson. It was literally like straight up the park. Darvel scored again in 2-1. Did that give you a kind of... Was that, was that a bit of a stun, that goal straight away for when you equalised? Aye. It's, uh, it killed us a wee bit. Kinda. We've just got ourselves back in the game. It was another game we've turned ourselves down within the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, as I said earlier, that's been it's happened a few times this season, but we've got our goal back, and then I think we we've got the ball going up the park, and uh, they've took the boy the ball off Kier, and it's within ten seconds of that, it's it's in the back of our net, which shouldn't happen. Uh, we don't like that happening. Um, and to be fair, Darvel seen it out well in the second half. I don't think we had too many great no. chances to get back in the game. They second I think we try, I think we, we had them hemmed in the full second half, but. We just couldn't find that second goal to take it back. and um, It was a must-win for them. It was a must-win for us as well, but uh, you could tell Darvel can do to Beachwood that night needing um, nothing less than three points, and they dug it out well, to be fair to them. Kieran, was that a disappointing result, that Darvel loss? Any result, you don't win it all, it's obviously disappointing, but I would say because the kind of publicity on that game, I was a, a kind of, especially at home as well, it was a big, big crowd there. Just don't think we'd we didn't deserve to win it, I would say. We just I don't think Darvel 
overbanners at any point or anything like that. I think it was just one of the they got the lead, they held on there well. I thought they defended pretty well to be fair, but like we should be doing better and I don't front kind of try to create better chances. But that was a sore one, but it's just one game, so mm-hmm. I'm early back up on. Aye, two big wins after that, obviously. 5 1, a big result over Irvin Meadow, and then a 2 0 away win at Clyde Bank. Neil, they're big wins, obviously, if he's want to go and win the league. They're two wins, you all. If you do go on to win the league, they'll be two wins you look back on as massive. Aye, to be honest, I think the second half at Irvin Meadow has been the, the turning point of our season. Kind of first half, well, the first group of games were winning, but we weren't relatively playing that well, and we as convincing as normally we are kind of going forward. but we went out with uh, him or 1-0. No, we went one each at half-time in the Meda game and then we've just come out and absolutely battered them and then that's carried on to uh, the Clyde Bank. The Clyde Bank game was probably the most like us performance we've had this season, kind of going up early doors and just shutting the back door, don't letting them never go. I don't think Candy really had any day of that game. And then, um, by so that was six massive points we took from two hard places to go in the league. Yeah, definitely. Kieran, would you go along with that? Two massive wins that could be aye, aye, the end of the season. I think the Meda game, the first half, we were playing we were playing into the win, so we kind of knew we were going to maybe hemmed in maybe a bit of pressure, which we did, and we dealt with pretty well. Second half, we knew it would be a different game, and I agree with Neil, that kind of, to me, that's kicked his own, and I'm going to say it's changed the way we play, but I think it's maybe given us a wee bit more confidence to get the ball done, and maybe try and play rather than before it was a wee bit just try and, try and get the goals and then we'll be alright I think once you get the ball and you play there's a lot of good players in our team once you get it done play you'll get chances to score and on that day of the meta they, they were flying and to be fair it could have been there and then get up to Clyde Bang it was a really professional performance for us I don't really think anybody else watching that game would have probably went aye Clyde Bang they kept the ball they have done that but as Neil says Andy the defence were not under any pressure Andy didn't have any any saves came for a couple of crosses, do you know what I mean? Done many today, but scored two goals and then you shouldn't you shouldn't be losing games going up two now anyway. So um that was a professional performance, I would say it was a good performance. The last obviously league game so far was the five now one against Ben Bourbon Saturday, Graham Wilson with four goals. Neil, how good is Graham Wilson when he's in that kind of goal scoring form? Oh well I've said it once, I've said it again, there's probably no better player at our level than what G is to be fair when he's on his day and it just seemed on Saturday and he kind of came to his feet running about the box ended up in the back of the net uh, but Saturday was a huge win for us obviously after Hamlin it's Sabrina's kind of gone for kind of that big occasion the Saturday before um, but we've come out and to be honest we dominated the game from start to finish I don't think um, MD would have complained at the scoreline we, we took our chances and they done the job Kieran, that win on Saturday, how impressive was it? Uh, as Neil says, it's got the potential to maybe trip you up after being such a high with the Hamilton game. It's easy for boys to maybe take the fat off the gas and just think, well, it's, it's, it's a team that we should be beating. It's, I've not played against a team this year where I've walked off the park and went, that was easy. So, I mean, I don't, it could have been easily one of the games where you, you drop two points or you drop all three. It's... It did have the potential. It was a horrible day. Um, but Tucker picked the exact same team for the, for the Hamilton game. It wasn't a case of, well, maybe best some players. It was, it was a statement. And I think we went out and we, we showed that, that we're, we're up for it this year. To be fair, there's no, there's no complacency anywhere beating Hamilton and then come back to the league. It's, it's just business as usual for us. 
Yeah, definitely. We'll touch a bit in the cup runs. We'll start with the junior in the south. These are still obviously doing really well, and then big wins, obviously, going into the quarterfinal of the junior cup, and then the south with big wins over like of West Calder. Neil, everyone's going right in the cups as well, like especially in the, the junior in the south, <coughs> like the big cups for you, obviously, but the junior in particular, that's a big, big. Aye, cool. You see a lot of people nowadays saying the Junior Cup isn't kind of what it um, used to be, and it probably isn't with all the teams that have pulled out it, but we're still in it. Um, it's a cup that means honours to us, obviously. Um, I've won a couple now in my time, and we're in the, still in the heart for this one, so um, any cup you're in, it doesn't matter about what one it is, you want to be the, the team that's lifting it come the, the end of the season. Yeah, definitely. Kieran, how big is that Junior and Junior Cup to get kind of, as far as you can, and obviously... Hopefully retain it for you. Uh, it's obviously massive. It's massive for the, the club, the village, the fans. I've no one man yet, so mm. for me, um, big Neil Max to part ways with one of his medals. I'll, I'll take one right after. <laughs> I win it on merit, but I, again, it's big occasions. You get to the, the junior cup final, so the telly is massive crowd. So uh, it's something I would like to experience being at Talbot. Neil, obviously the Scottish Cup, you've you've had success in it, obviously beating air at Beachwood, but this season's been obviously unbelievable, particularly the medal game and then going to Preston and then that massive one at Hamilton. What's, uh, what, what's been your highlights of the run so far? Oh, for you, to be fair, I think in the first round made our way because I've probably been the hardest tie we could have got, or one of them anyways. Um, and again, we found ourselves 1-0 done, but um, I think Shanks has come on and, and changed the game. Um, that day he's obviously scoring. Uh, we've dug out the win and then Preston, we've just, same as a Clyde Bank game, just went up away from home in a big game and went ahead and done my job. And then the Hamilton game was just unbelievable. I don't think anybody watching the Hamilton game last week because I thought if we won that game 2-3-0, three, three, they could have complained. I thought we, we obviously didn't have as much as the ball was then, but once we, when we did have it, I think we... Take a couple of good chances. Kieran could have scored. And Jambo had won. Um, but aye, as I said, nobody could have complained if we won that game 2 3 0. Kieran, where does that Hamilton game rank in your career so far? Ah, it's up there, definitely up there with the key and magnitude. There's floating your work and all that, talking about it, floating your work, telling you they've got X amount of money on Talbot to win and all that. So I kind of pressure there walking about on Friday, but. Um, no, it's up there as Neil says. It's first ten minutes. First thing it was eight minutes or something. I've missed an absolute insider. To be fair, I should have should have been one now. I get a left hip, don't it? Oh, I, I see if I'd have scored, I think it'd have been too early. But so that's that's what I'm saying. Um, but no, as Neil says, we def- we know we know our jobs and kind of big games like that. We know our jobs. We know our formations. We know where we should be. So we're happy for teams to keep the ball in their own half. Do you know what I mean? It's when they get 40, 30 yards out, and that's when they get pressed. And again, I think Andy's only save. We've seen it in the highlights. I think Andy's only save was in the second half when the boy cut him his left. Great save, and then he's got, he's got the rebound to I think. And else after that, it's just kind of bread and butter, Andy. But that's the game changer. I uh, know. So I, that, that gives us the confidence or not to kind of to know that we know that anyway, we at the back. If somebody does get through, then it needs to be a decent. A decent striker to pick the ball by Andy, but um, I, I think the save maybe kicked his own a wee bit because you can see the boys get a lift off that, and Graham Wilson just does what Graham Wilson does, just brilliant. Aye, definitely. We'll touch a bit on what's coming up for uh, four years later on in the, the show when he's in the fourth round of the Scottish Cup. We'll touch a bit on your careers, obviously. Neil, we'll start with you. 
What was what was your kind of early football memories before you went to Auchinleck? Uh, well, it was just kind of the same as what most boys are nowadays, kind of pro-youth for a young age. To, I was 16, 17, and then just went back to boys club, just went back to play with my pals for a couple of years. Um, I actually chalked it for a season, then I've got, I don't know if you know him, Tommy Tate, mm-hmm. over there. I probably got him to, to thank for getting back into it, but he's the one that pumped me out um, when I wasn't playing, and then got a wee kind of loan stint at Govan. Uh, that was my first taste of juniors, and then Moved to Darvo for a couple of years and then um, eventually ended up at Openlet. Brilliant. Kieran, what about yourself? How did you end up getting falling over football? What was your early time, early memories of your time in football? I was just the same, just boys club, running about Paisa. I played with a team called Lion Craig, I think, for about 12 years or so. I think it was up to under 19s I played with them. Um, and then I went to St. Peter's for the last year of my 19s and then I went to Johnston Borough under 21s for three years. Um, Won the Scottish Cup there my last year, captain this to the Scottish Cup. Um, and then I got a phone call off of Clarkie and Martin at Renfrew to go in and speak to them. And I signed, I signed at Renfrew for three years or four years, I think. Why oh, you get to be captain to the Scottish Cup in there? I was going to wear it at night, <laughs> I've, still, I've still got it in my drawer. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, you went to Auchinleck about five years ago. How much have you loved your spell there so far? Uh, it's been amazing to be fair um, my first season wasn't the most straightforward I don't think I really played any football for the first 9-10 months until the, the hectic schedule came in about the, the April we are playing Saturday, Monday, Wednesday but ever since then I can't complain I've kind of made memories that you'll, you'll never forget and won trophies and uh, made a lot of good pals to it so it couldn't have couldn't be going any better to be honest Brilliant. Keenan, what about yourself? Obviously, you joined there a couple of years ago. It's been obviously kind of up and down with COVID and things like that, but how good is it now to be settled in the team and hopefully going to world success for you? Nah, brilliant. Um, when you first came, I got a phone call that I thought I was interested in. You just only place you really kind of want to go. So um, I was delighted to sign firsthand. Um, you know, obviously, when I signed, I think it was a season after they won the league and they won the Junior Cup. And they beat air, so I'm going into a team that's done all that. Do you know what I mean? It's a wee bit kind of, wee bit dormant at the start, but I just kind of thought, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. I'll think myself about it and see, and see how it goes. And thankfully, it's, it's turning out all right now. I'm starting to get a wee run of games in that. So, I know, the light has been brilliant. As Neil says, you meet, you meet people that will be, will be pals for life, definitely. We've got, obviously, mentioned Tucker as well. Tucker, when you hang Hawking Light, you hang Tommy Sloan. Neil, what's your relationship like with Tucker and how good a manager is he when you actually can I think of you? You spent a lot of time with him. How good is he? Oh, he's a good manager, but he's he's probably as, as old school as they come. Can I, <laughs> you don't really know what you're getting into walking late until you're there. You obviously once you you, you hear their interest and you get into the training, you're expecting kind of all the all the fancy draws and all that that are involved in football, but not my first session I remember getting put in the middle of a circle. And getting boys fired at me for 20 yards out to get and chips through and stuff like that. And to be fair, everybody gets that team, and, but no, um, he's obviously going to be one of the, the, the best managers at kind of the, the non league level. And um, he, he gets you going for the big games, he gets everybody kind of fired up, and everybody would go out and nobody would deny you'd probably run through a brick wall for him come a Saturday. Aye. Ian, what's the sort of effect it's stuck ahead in you? Uh, He's a cat. I can't I said I'm mad. I <laughs> <laughs> same, same as a defender, no fit with defence lands. But no, he's a character. He's, he sees things in people that 
everybody else will probably see he's, he's just trying to turn me into a centre attack mad thing. I don't know, I don't know what he's doing, but um, no, he's been brilliant to be fair, you know exactly where you stand on. Um, as Neil says, he picks you up for the big games, and even if even if you know you've not had a good game, he picks you back up as well. But he's he's no shy in telling you you're a donut sometimes. To and they all know. <laughs> We've got a few we've got a few to ask you about later on, obviously, when it comes to Tucker. But if you've seen the show, you know we put you in the spot with a quick fire question round. It's usually the manager that gets the quick fire questions, but you are both getting them this week. Who wants to go first? When you go, Neil. When you go then, Scott. Right, you ready here? Right. I know the answer to that first one, so I don't know why I'm asking. Van Bronkost or Costa Coglu? Oofed. Uh, I've got to go back to my, my family ties. I'll go post Coglu. Messi or Ronaldo? Ronaldo. Salah or Haaland? Salah. Favourite film? Oof. Uh, Shawshank Redemption. Very good. Best manager played under. Daft question, isn't it? Tommy. <clears throat> win the league or win the Scottish Junior Cup? Both. You can pick three players from other teams in the Premier Division to join Talbot. Who would they be? Oof, uh, to be honest, I couldn't tell you. I like the, the boy McShane's obviously decent at double. Can I shoot the cans good as well? Uh, to be honest, I, I don't really know. I couldn't, off the top of my head, I couldn't hang that. I'd need more time. Best character you've met in football? Shankers. You'll love that, won't he? <laughs> Best player played with Graham Wilson. Who's the worst? Me. Best player played against. Uh, Big Agpiezu that played with Hearts. Most embarrassing moment. Uh, having a howler in my Scottish Cup final debut against Horrellford and getting a penalty away in the first half hour. <laughs> Favourite other sport? Golf now. Who's the best golfer at Auckland Lake? Don't say Shanks or uh, do I've only seen Shanks and Wally Lyle play, so I'll give them it both. Very good. Kieran, are you ready to be put in the spot? Yes, when you go, mate. Van Bronckhorst or Postacoglu? Postacoglu. Messi or Ronaldo? Messi. Salah or Haaland? Because Neil's on it, Salah. Favourite film? Goodfellas. Best manager played under? Tucker. Win the league or win the Scottish? Scottish. Best manager? Oh, I've asked you that already. Three players for other teams to... For another team in the Premier League to join, who would it be? Um, we floated it, Paul. Um... Meg at Darvo, thought he was decent. Um, I think I'm a field on there. Maybe fries at beef. I'll jump yes. in. I've got, I'll make my third Ben Lewis at the bus. Very good. One. Best player played with? Toss up between Shanks and G, but I'll, I'll give it to G. I don't like give Shanks any credit. Who's the worst? Shanks. <laughs> <laughs> Best player played against? Um, maybe Fraser Fivey, we played Cove a year ago. 
most embarrassing moment? I don't know. It's probably plenty, but I just can't hang. Plenty of fun like that, I can hang up. What one? No, I can't hang any of them, so you need to go earlier than that. Um, no, I don't know. I remember scoring an own, I remember the goalie running out once at Boys Club, and I've heeded it back to him, and he's standing right next to me, and it's running, but I can't really hang anything else. Favourite other sport? Favourite other sport? Uh, to, to watch probably darts don't really play any other sports but to watch darts very good right we'll put you in the spot now with the team <laughs> we're going to just ask you this and you can both chime in with your answer one after the other alright yep. time, to time to put your teammates under the under the microscope best dancer Neil you go first who's the best dancer can you actually tell I don't think i really Oh, big Craigie. She big Craigie. Bust a few in her head. Aye. And that pop barrowed up the town. Aye. <laughs> some serious shapes in there. Aye. I'll go big Craigie. <laughs> Worst dancer. Uh, <laughs> can you pick him again? Aye, uh, <laughs> big Craigie. <laughs> well, the biggest yeah. dancer, but his, his moves are, are debatable. Same question. Who's the cleverest? Off, you're struggling here. Uh, you're going job wise. If you're going job wise, it's McCracken, but he's not the, the cleverest guy you'll ever meet. That is man's common sense wise. Who's the thickest? Oh, we've got a few in the team, man. I think I'll go VM because he's spelling in the group chats horrendous. <laughs> 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 who do you think could be the next Tommy Sloan who could be the future manager Whitey Whitey oh dear. mini Tommy Sloan <laughs> best trainer we Robbie McCracken I probably agree with that I with Tassie's granny worst trainer me nah nah probably not Tucker would probably say me but I get you big Craig again. He just stands at the side with the rubber bands on his ankles. Aye, true. Who's the team hard man? Me, Robbie. Neil. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Who's the most skillful? Shankers. Well, it's... The ball at his feet, Shankers. For me, anyway. Uh, Shankers sees things that you would, that nobody else sees, to be fair. He sees a pass. Campbell, Jamie Glasgow as well. If he's running it, he's probably the one player I wouldn't like running it with the ball. Aye, aye, he's quick to be fair. Most likely to go into the media. Got to get his ankles in. He's, <laughs> he's one foot in it already. <laughs> aye. Who's the quickest? Jambo or Kerr? Uh, Who? Boiling could be boiling and all to be fair. Once he gets, I I'll go Brian Boiling once he gets gone. Nah, be a good race between him and Kerr to be fair. I think. Who's the slowest? Craig McCracken. I think Craig is going to Who's the best character in the dressing room? Shanks, I would say. Ankles. Who's got the worst dress sense in the night? Whitey. <laughs> 
We've seen then we've seen a Sam in the uh, suit and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> I thought I made choices. <laughs> Who's the teacher's pet? Uh, don't know. To be fair, take care, Sam. He gets a baby mother. I think. I'll say Aiden Wilson. Think so. Uh, I think Aiden got a couple of wee arsehooks in him. No, I Right, we'll move on to the stories where we get. We've got a few sources who have gave us some information. You'll probably know a lot of where this is coming from. There's a few shockers on here. First of all, Kieran, why are you not going to the night out? That's the shankers. Yeah, I've got a couple of things coming up. That's what I can say. Coming up in February. It's <laughs> <laughs> not me. <laughs> Neely, why do you get called Big Time Beckenbauer? The idea. The idea. Kieran, you're not alone. Why did you get called Rafael Nadal? Oh, that came to white you one day, actually. A picture I get put on Facebook. And a pair of white socks. White socks, I think it was black and white trainers on. Yeah, it was during the lockdown, I think me and my missus just went a walk with the wee man and white put it in. I didn't have my hair cut or anything. Rafael Nadal. Who said that in? I'm not sure. I'll tell you after. Ooh, after no way. I'll tell you once we go there. <laughs> right, we've got a couple here for Neil. Played with Neil at Darvel for three years and not once did he take a shower. Ask him if things have changed now he's at Tal, but honestly, three years, not one shower. Played in the dirtiest of parts as well. Just a wee boy. Didn't know why he got in the shower with the, the big men. Uh, and it was that late on, it was just something I couldn't come back for. How times have changed? You're the first one, isn't it? What? <laughs> You're the first person in the show, isn't it? It was too far gone. I was at the old game, 25 to 30 year olds. It was no chance. <laughs> Ask Neil about the time he rubbed the denim off his jeans at the Mockland Club. Oh, that was a, it was just a, I think it was Angel Star or something like that. Just <laughs> a wild night. I think it was just. <laughs> Brilliant. We've got a few more here. I'll just go through them quickly. Ask Neil about the time he got a professional photographer to come to a game to take photos of him. Yeah, well, that was the Airbnb night, and a photographer put up, I must have been the guts of 200 photos. And I haven't <laughs> and picked the ones out of my arm and put a post up with a couple, and they've just took it to there. You can't put any on social media, I don't think. Brilliant. We've got obviously a couple more. Kieran, what's the worst thing Thomas Stone wrote the team sheet on? <laughs> oh. Oh, that's some question, to be fair. Can, can I chime in on that one? Aye, why are I? The back here, Hubba Bubba. Uh, <laughs> like that. See the big bosses that Hubba Bubba comes in on the back of that. <laughs> I, have, I don't think I was here. I feel that. I guess Bill's probably, probably one of the best ones I've seen. He's got a few teams on it, to be fair. Cut a different colour of crayons, but aye, no, he's mental. <laughs> This is for both of you. What's your favourite Mark Shanklin story? Well, uh, don't know. Can I hope he's not asked that. Oh, it's not him, to be fair. He's not asked that question. <laughs> uh, I think there's too many. I think there's some probably you, you couldn't say on this. Aye, I'd agree with that, to be fair. Seen too many different parts of that boy's body. <laughs> <laughs> So is Twitter, do they? Does he know if he's got one up his ears? Aye, there's a wee bad one kicking about. I think it's off now. 
We've got a couple of serious ones here, to be fair, for both of you. Neil, it took you a while to break into the first 11 and you stuck with it and now you're one of the first names of the team sheet. Is there any advice you would give to likes of Aaron and Robbie about biding their time in the Talbot team? Kind of. Just need to see, to be fair, I don't know anybody we've really signed since I've been there that's come straight in and, and played. Can I hear him said his, his time on the side? Can I look, look at Robbie now? Robbie started a couple of games at the start of the season, then he played for months and now he's played right back the last three, four games and been been brilliant, to be fair to him. So just uh, stick it out and grind it out. Kieran, this one's for you. Did you know exactly what you were getting into when you signed for Talbot? <laughs> Um, I don't know, kind of, you, you see it from afar, we played against them two weeks in a row and you kind of see the following that they had and that, but I don't think once you're actually in and you walk into that social club after a big game and everybody's up on tables clapping, you know, I don't think you really realise what it means to people kind of doing that way, so probably not, probably underestimated that a wee bit, um, and then games like last week as well, seeing that many folk at the Hamilton game, you Definitely. Can't take it for granted anyway. Yeah, definitely. But we'll take a wee look at what's coming up for you as well. Obviously, you've got the, the Kelly Pie Cup on Saturday, then the Buffs and the league before the winter break. Neil, how big is that Buffs game, obviously, to get into the winter break on top of the league? I will. Um, I said it. Can I, a boy at like asked me, can I debut on it before the Benberg game? We've got two league games before the... The, the break for three weeks and we need to take six points. We've got three against Ben Burb and the Buffs game will just treat it like every other game in the league. Um, we, go, we go there and we get we try and get three points and go up the road, but aye, it's a must one. Keenan, would you go along with that big game against the Buffs? Aye, aye, it's a big game. Start of the season there, obviously. Challengers are big clubs, so um, you want to go there and leave a marker. I think the last game we've played in the night, we drew nothing each at the start of that. The season came up two years ago. Um, so I know you want to go there, obviously, but I finish up with the winter break with three points and kind of see his ass nicely to tap the league, hopefully. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, we'll we'll touch a wee bit in the big game coming up in the Scottish Cup. But before we get into that, obviously, the pyramid system's changed the way the kind of league runs and the big ambitions, obviously, to move up the league. Neil, obviously, you've been at the club a while. What's uh, How much has the infrastructure improved at the club and... How big is the club's ambitions to move up the, the leagues and maybe get into the SPFL down the line? Well, can I, you just need to walk into Beachwood to see the improvements that's been put in there. Can I, you've obviously got the floodlights, all the terracing has been updated, you've obviously got the big stand and you've got a physio room and stuff like that, the committee room's all been done up, the, the social club. So they've obviously can I, um, anticipated going up the leagues and can I make arrangements for that. And when it comes to the Moving up the pyramid, obviously, Auckland Lake, I think they were quite outspoken about no really wanting to move into the pyramid scheme. They liked where we were, but everybody else moves, you need to move with them. And mm-hmm. now that we're in that setup, it's a case of let's, I think, let's just go as high as we can. I, Kieran, obviously, you've been there a couple of years. How impressed <laughs> have you been with the, the way the club's moving forward and which are, what's the ambitions to go up and maybe get into that kind of top flight? That's been boring, obviously. As Neil says, as soon as you walk in, you see the parts. I mean, there's no many better at kind of non-league football in our country, so it's the first thing you see, and then, obviously, when about it's brilliant, but I think once we did make the kind of decision to move, then it's only the kind of, it's the top and the best for Talbot. You want to go as high as you can. You want to be winning things, beating teams, so I think 
pretty much a given. Once once they've made that decision to change, then we're going kind of full steam ahead to get us get us as far as we possibly can. Yeah, definitely. And obviously the the big game coming up is the Scottish Cup game against Hearts at Beechwood. Neil, the third best team in Scotland right now. How excited are you? And which your hopes and expectations going into the game? Oh, dear, obviously, it's obviously an amazing tie to be a part of, especially now that um, it's getting played at Beachwood. On a personal note, I would have preferred another tie, kind of, we play out, well, I've played Hearts, um, as have most of the boys, and yeah. kind of, I think Kieran was, you were ill for that game, weren't you? No, it was a broth, mate, I wasn't there, I was assigned the year after. Oh, was it? Uh, but I, kind of, you want to, it's the big games you want to play in, but... Um, there's no expectations on us going into that game. It's just a game of football. And if we get beat, um, nobody will make an to say about it. But if you pull off, probably it would be one of the biggest, or if not the biggest result in non-league football, then you're heroes. But I will look forward to it and we'll just do what we do on a Saturday and try and get something out of the game. But um, we've got a couple of games to take care of before that. Yeah, definitely. Kieran, what's your thoughts going into that game? How excited are you? What's your hopes going into it? I know, obviously buzzing. It's a massive occasion for the club and in the village. Um, as last like even you, I, just, I played a, a, the game against a broth, and then I was off the replay. So it's still be the biggest game that I've played in against probably the best players you've played against. Our national players right through the team, so um, it's going to be difficult. I don't think it'll be an enjoyable ninety minutes to be fair. If you're in that cup to to kind of get a glamour tie, so it's probably with certain Rangers. It's the the biggest, probably the biggest club you can get. So, nah, I won't be happy that it's at Beachwood, to be fair. I don't fancy chasing boys about Tyne Castle. So. I, don't think, I don't think Castle will be the best place coming down here, but either, to be no. fair. I don't, no. think, I don't think MD in that half really would have, can obviously there are a couple of teams of all, but I don't think many of the teams would have wanted to come down to us um, in, that, in that draw last week. Aye, definitely. But we can only wish you all the very best for that and for the season ahead. It's been an absolute pleasure to be both on. Thanks very much for doing it. No, worries, Thank you very much to everyone that's tuned in. Please subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channels and follow us on social media. Thanks very much, everyone. We'll see you soon. Cheers.